Hi, it's Jeff, host of the podcast. My latest author interview will be up in just one moment. I'm not going to ask you to buy anything. I'm not going to ask you to go and review the podcast. What I am going to do is take just one brief moment and ask you to recommend the podcast to just one friend. If you're a writer or if you're someone who just loves books and you love this podcast and the interviews that I do, all that I ask is that you recommend the podcast to just one friend. Thanks a lot. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is best-selling young adult novel novelist Ashley Poston. Poston's first novel for adults is The Dead Romantics. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. It's so lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Sure. Well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your new novel, The Dead Romantics, how would you describe the novel? Well, okay. So The Dead Romantics is the story of a disillusioned millennial ghostwriter for a very famous romance novelist who must return to her family's funeral home to bury her late father, only to find herself haunted by the ghost of her very hot and very recently deceased editor. Um, it is it is about a woman who is just so disillusioned with love she doesn't believe in it anymore. And it's about the editor who uh who kind of um opens her eyes to the fact that romance is possible, but this romance might just be six feet under because you know it's dead. <laughs> well do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write the dead romantics? I was kind of stuck in a rut at the beginning of 2020, and I didn't know what I wanted to write or which way I wanted my career to go. And I've always loved um, adult romances. That's kind of where I started years ago uh, before I found my, my niche in YA. So I really wanted to try my hand at it again. Um, and I had this idea because I've always loved ghost stories, um, especially ghost romances. When the big supernatural romance boom happened back in like the early 2010s, I was I was there at the forefront of it, just reading <laughs> everything. <laughs> so I really wanted to try my hand at one uh, because I love I love ghost romances. Um, and I was also uh, coming to terms with the loss of a very dear family member. And it was basically the first few drafts were a conversation to myself about uh, moving on and, and letting go. So the dead romantics is really special to me. That's great. Well, what what was the difference for you from writing a young adult novel to writing a, a novel for adults? Honestly, the only real difference is that. Uh, I, I guess there's more, like, there are definitely adult themes in YA, and especially, like, the plethora of YA today, there are some really amazing stories, and teens, like, deserve complicated, nuanced stories. Uh, so I, I think the only big difference between my, my YAs and my adult is uh, the age of the protagonist and where she is in life. She does She's no longer exploring the world. She, she knows... She knows about the world and herself and it, and it's just her, like, um, just navigating through it. So it's just where she is in life and at what point we find her. Sure. 
Well, the importance of self-acceptance is a theme in the novel. What what made you decide to kind of explore that theme and to write about self-acceptance? I guess because it's something that I personally also um, struggle with sometimes. And so, uh, again, it was it was a conversation to myself the first mm-hmm. few drafts. Um, it was me writing about what I was kind of... Uh, what I was going through and imposter syndrome and figuring out like uh, this career of writing because the romantics is very heavily influenced by, by publishing and the nuances of being a writer. And there's a lot of that in the novel as well. So uh, I, w- I guess I was just pep talking myself through it the <laughs> entire time. That's great. Well, what was your initial writing journey that led you to write and get your debut novel published? I have always been a writer. So when I first um, started writing, it was actually fanfic. I am I am <laughs> a huge proponent for fan fiction. I, I love it. It's it's one of my my favorite things. But the Dead Romantics actually began as as a fanfic for the first chapter. I was like, no, I want to make this an actual novel. So I I, I changed course. But um, but I I've, I've always loved writing. And when I was um, younger. Uh, I had a very bad speech impediment. I, I stutter a lot. So, uh, I always was very self-conscious about putting myself out there. So I turned to books and I turned to writing and I've been writing since I was about 10 and I've always wanted to be a writer. So I I guess I'm here now. I just, I just, uh, I'm so stubborn that I just never quit. And then with my debut novel, um, I had an opportunity to write a story with workbooks about a very geeky and fandom heavy uh, st- like Cinderella retelling. And I was so happy um, that I got to write that. And like, cause it was right in my wheelhouse at, at the time. So it was, it was definitely like a stroke of luck. That's great. Well, what was the fan fiction uh, that you wrote? Was it, what was the universe or the, the, that you wrote uh, in oh gosh <laughs> um it was a it was a few different ones way back in the day so i was i was in middle school uh, when mm-hmm. i started writing fanfic uh so i i think i wrote uh artemis fowl fanfic and i wrote <laughs> some uh some inuyasha some Yu-Gi-Oh. like it was i was a very nerdy kid uh and i still write fanfic uh but i'm not going to say the fandoms i write for now though <laughs> okay well, what what kind of research about the funeral business did you do for writing this novel? I did a lot of research about um, especially family-owned funeral homes, and I did um, a lot of research on like uh, like the history of um, of like local and like town funeral homes, and especially in very small towns, um, and also the process of um, of processing a body. Uh, most of that did not uh, um, actually make it into the dead romantics because Florence herself is very checked out of the business. And so it didn't really make sense for Mm -hmm. her to like know all of the intricacies of it Uh, because she's, she, she never wanted, she, she never wanted to, to um, take up her father's reins and do the whole funeral home thing. That that's her, that's her sister's thing, Alice. Um, so, but yeah, I, I did a lot of research. I talked to some people. I read a lot of books. Um, 
smoke gets in your eyes was a very good one. Uh, and, and yeah, it was, uh, it was very sobering, but also really interesting because there's an art form to it. Um, and it's just, it's, it was kind of really cathartic to, to read about like the process that, um, that some, um, that some people, uh, use to, to prepare bodies and to make them look as much like they were in life as, as they can. Gotcha. That was very interesting. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So what was your writing process when you were working on the Dead Romantics? And I wonder if it's the same from novel to novel. When you sit down to start working, uh, do you have kind of a storyline in mind or do you sit down and, and work on the plot or do you just dive into the narrative? How does that work for you? I wish I had one tried and true method. Um, I, I do not. I am. I have six young adult novels and this is my seventh. Well, Dead Romantic is my seventh book. And each one of them was a different process for the Dead Romantics. Uh, I was very lucky to be able to go from a very detailed outline. Uh, it made the writing process so much easier. But now that I'm working on uh, my second adult book for, for Berkeley, I can't do that. It's just, it's just not coming the exact same way. So I'm having to figure out a different way to, to, to write the novel. So I guess it really all depends on the kind of story it is um and how and how it can like find my find my way through it um i i usually have a have a really good outline and i always work from the outline but um the outline is always subject to change depending on if i if like a scene or or a plot hook doesn't work and i can feel it in my gut i'm like okay i need to like step back and like figure out what's wrong and, and and what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories or novels? Um, I would tell them to uh, believe in yourself now. <laughs> well, also that. But, uh, but the most important thing is to write what you want to read. Um, don't write for, uh, don't, 
don't write for like other people for the audience don't don't write what you think is popular right now because chances are when you do get to the stage of like looking for publication it's not gonna be popular anymore it's, it takes years for a book to come out usually um unless you're self-popping and then if you're doing that please go ahead <laughs> but uh but, but yeah just 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 write what you want to read and just finish a book first and foremost is that's always the hardest thing to do um i have friends who are like no editing's the hardest no for me it's always finishing a book but putting the, the like the end at the end is like always the hardest thing to do it feels like climbing out at first um you mentioned earlier that you're working on your second uh novel for adults after having um uh, multiple young adult novels. I'm curious, uh, because you had mentioned in 2020, thinking about your career, have, have you, have you thought beyond this novel that you're working on now? Do you think that you're going to, to continue writing for adults or do you think you'll kind of go back and forth between young adult novels? Have you given that much thought? I have, um, I do have, um, a few unannounced YA projects. So I think what I'm going to end up doing is I'm just going to do both. Um, and I'm going mm -hmm. to see how, how long I can exist in both worlds. <laughs> and, uh, because I still really love YA and I also really love adult romance. And so why not both? Right. Sure. I'm, I'm trying to think, does Meg Cabot, does she write for adults as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, that's what I thought. Yeah. But oh, Meg Cabot has a really great ghost romance, the Mediator series. I, I loved it as a teenager. It was so good. <laughs> that's great. Well, what novels or nonfiction books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Oh, so many. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, it doesn't come out until august i think but i really enjoyed uh megan bannon's um the undertaking of heart and mercy it is such a fun whimsical uh like western soft fantasy it is it is everything that you would that you would love from like a like like a soft day and a wind jones fantasy mixed with a really fun western it is it is so good <laughs> That's great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novel, The Dead Romantics? They can find me on Twitter at Ash Poston, um, on Instagram at Hey Ash Poston, or you can find me on my website at ashposted.com. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, again, we've been speaking with best-selling young adult novelist Ashley Poston, and Poston's first novel for adults, The Dead Romantics, that we've been discussing, has just been released. The novel is available now, so go buy a copy. And Ashley, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you so much. This is, this is so lovely. Great. I, I really enjoyed it. So um, it will probably be like four to five weeks before the interview comes out. I have a a uh, number of interviews that I've recorded um, previously. So I will send you and your publicist an email once it goes up. That sounds excellent. And then I will okay. put it on all of my socials. Wonderful. In the back left corner of the days gone funeral home, underneath a loose floorboard, there was a metal box with a bunch of old journals inside. To anyone who found them, the scribbles looked like some teenager venting her sexual frustrations with Lestat or that one guy from the X-Files. 
And if you didn't mind ghosts and vampires and blood oaths and leather pants and true love, the stories were quite good. You could wonder why someone would shove journals full of smutty fan fiction underneath the floorboard of a century-old funeral home, but never question the mind of a teenager. You wouldn't get very far. I hid them there because, well, I just did, okay? Because when I left for college, I wanted to bury that part of me, that dark, weird Adam's family side. And what was a more fitting place than a funeral home? And I almost succeeded, too. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.